Yeah, my heart goes out to couples, and I know we've been there, and probably will be there in a couple, whatever, you know, it goes around. But when it's like so many times, like we get frustrated because we can get stuck in patterns of conflict, and it seems like it's like the same thing keeps happening over and over, and it can be frustrating, it can make you feel hopeless, and it's like, why isn't my partner hearing me? Or what is my partner asking for? And it just feels like it just keeps happening over and over. And really what's going on is sometimes we're like trying to deal with things at the surface level and we can see all the things that are happening at the surface that frustrate us, but we don't ever end up getting down to the deep part of it. Like what's going on at the core, what's at the heart. Mm. Um, And there can be so many reasons why, but sometimes I think it's just Sometimes we just don't see it. We don't see it in ourselves, what we're really wanting, what we're mm-hmm. really hoping for, that hurt that we really felt, or maybe we can't articulate it to our partner sometimes in the best way. And then for the partner, sometimes they just can't hear it um, for whatever reason, maybe because right. of things going on for them. Mm-hmm. And then that gives us once again, because I can't share at the deep level what my need or what my feeling is or for the other person, because they can't really hear what the need is or what the feeling is. Then it just keeps us in this negative pattern where we just never really connect with each other. Mm -hmm. And it just goes round and round. And we just keep dealing with surface level events that trigger the same underlying issues. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in in a a more more excellent excellent way. way. Wow, James, that sounds like some good old faithful habits (laughs) and patterns that you can rely on. Speaking of old faithful I just hopped onto the Yellowstone page and it's talking about Old Faithful and that it erupts every 35 to 120 minutes for about one and a half to five minutes. That its maximum height ranges from about 90 to about 184 feet. That it's not the biggest or the most regular geyser in Yellowstone, but it is definitely the biggest regular geyser in Yellowstone. Just some more tidbit information on there. It's like just shows that it's reoccurring. Best time to see it is in the morning. <laughs> All those fun information about it. It was fascinating kind of looking. I'm like, uh, I've never been to see Old Faithful. I don't know if you guys out there have gone and seen it and took took in the beautiful pictures of it. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. you can depend on it to do its thing. No, that's good, Nicole. I like that segue talking about Old Faithful because what it is about Old Faithful, we go to Yellowstone, we go to see Old Faithful for the blow up that happens above ground to see Old Faithful shoot off. Even though it's not the big, even though it's not the biggest one, but Mm -hmm. it's like you can predict it. It's going to happen. You can count on it. But then it's like we never really take time to maybe think about all the elements that are going on underground. Mm -hmm. That's the real power. The thing is like, wow, how does it always these elements come together? And to Mm -hmm. make this external event happen. Right. And where I think that applies even to relationships is relationships where sometimes they feel crazy and throwing us off is actually pretty predictable. Hmm. And what I mean is when I say predictable, it's, it's predictable what happens to couples when certain elements come together. When, when it's like, I feel deep pain or I feel distress and I reach for you and you're not there. 
couples really go into predictive patterns. I would say. And then those patterns kind of create like predictable frustration and hurt and hopelessness and disconnection for the couple. But I also want to say on the good side, there are some predictable patterns when we're doing well Mm -hmm. um, that when I am hurt and I can vocalize that and I can be vulnerable and let you see it and you're able to respond to it. It's pretty predictable kind of like the feelings and the connection that 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 brings as well too. Mm-hmm. So can I want to I want to make that so this is where I as a counselor get a little nerdy. I work from kind of like a perspective called attachment theory and the reason why I like that because I really believe it touches into this idea that we got created us to be in connection. We see that in Genesis from the very beginning. Yeah. That we were created in the image of God. He says let us make man in our image. So it's like this God is a relational and connection himself. Mm-hmm. But then he creates people to be in his image and to reflect that also to be in that relational connection as well with him and with each other. And we see before Adam and Eve that in Genesis 2.25, when there was no sin, there was no fall. It says that they were naked and they had no shame. Right. That's okay. security. In other mm-hmm. words, hey, everything about my life is completely open. I don't have fear of insecurity. If you reject me, hurting me, turning me away, mm-hmm. I'm open. But then after the fall, we see that immediately what they do is uh, even when God comes to them, they make excuses. They kind of try and they run and hide first and then they try and put it off on another one. They kind of blame. But we see this like now things in their relationship have changed. It's this insecurity now. And even in attachment theory, it's like when it says is when we're operating from a place of security and what that means by security, it's like, you know what? I'm okay with my feelings of distress what I know is in my times of distress, I believe that I am worthy and capable of having love and that other people see me as worthy and they are capable, capable of loving people. me. Mm-hmm. It's like you have this positive view of yourself, but you also have this positive view of others. And so what a secure person will do is they will say, you know what, I'm I'm having a hard time in life right now. Or even if something happens to you in the relationship, it's you believe like, hey, if I use my words to describe to my partner the distress or the pain that I felt, they're going it. to hear mm-hmm. me. They'll catch me. I like that. Mm-hmm. They'll hear me and they will respond to me and then we will be okay. Right. Or even if my secure person is like, even if my partner says something to me that's hard, maybe they brought up something, it's it's okay. That's not a threat to us. That's not a threat to me. It's not a threat to our relationship. I want to hear them and I want to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And if I can hear them, be for them and comfort them, we'll be okay. Right. And that's like there's a butt. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what we want. I mean, even for couples, when you think about why you got married, usually some of that was going on. Mm, yeah. And you believe yeah. that. And and it's not that it's good, but then distress does come. And in attachment theory, we think about like the warm, fuzzy bonding part. But really, it's like when something happens and your relationship is threatened, it's like this signal goes off in you. I believe it's like something's not right in our relationship. And then mm-hmm. you have to go, you get primed to either you in a secure way, you reach out or where couples get stuck like old faithful in a way mm-hmm. is when the insecure is like, then this is where it gets a little bit predictable that for some people is when that kind of like that distress hits and maybe there's a threat to the relationship or there's distance. So there's a disconnection for whatever reason, right? Combination of things, mm-hmm. combination of things, just like old faithful. Mm-hmm. They kind of like, sometimes the like it feels really like there's two go-to moves what for some they? people. They kind of like, they hyperactivate and they kind of like get anxious and they kind of rev up And what that is, it's like this sense of, hey, I need to get you back. 
but I'm not quite sure if my words like will be able to get your attention back or, get or even if I can get your attention, if I get you back, if you'll really stay here with me. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of go into this anxious pursuit to try and get you to turn back towards like me to like see me. Kind of like a push pull? No, really, it's just a really, yeah, maybe, maybe it, it definitely could feel maybe like that. It's not, I'm not, but they're not trying to push you away. They're trying to push you to respond, to get something back, okay. to make sure you're there, that you're, that we're, that we're going to be okay. I'm watching your it's hands like, too yeah, as like you that. talk. <laughs> it's like, I really need, I really need to know that you're engaged with me. Right. And that okay. we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you're looking for reassurance in a yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one. But then the other way is kind of like, hey, something's going on there's distress things are wrong it's it can be scary and you kind of the messages you begin to just kind of shut down and pull away and pull in and what that can do though is in some even for the person who's pulling in and let me say if the other person i will in a minute but for the person who's pulling in they're really pulling in more times than not one it could be one because they have a negative view of this of themselves like i'm not going to be able to do this Mm. i'm going to fail i'm going to get it wrong or i'm going to mess it up Mm-hmm. So really, it's like the best thing I can do is, is just pull, in, pull away, mm-hmm. let the storm blow over, and then we'll be okay, right? Mm-hmm. For the other person, though, that you can say, what about the anxious person? That they have a good intention, too. Mm-hmm. It's like they really, maybe sometimes it could be even a negative view of themselves, like almost like you won't love me, I'm not, a, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, in, and it's like, I believe you could love me. or you No, know, that's not even to get really hung up on too much, but it's what they're really saying is, I just want to make sure we're okay and I need to come after you, get your attention and kind of draw you back in Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're okay. Okay. Here's where it becomes like you say, well, where is all this going and what's the old faithful and continues is the most predictable pattern in relationships when couples are getting conflict is like usually most couples are opposites on that. One person kind of is that has that anxious pursuit and one person kind of has that avoidant withdrawal. And and some people would say, and uh, to hear me, don't gender stereotype that. I've no. seen it go both <laughs> ways, right? Right, right. And so a lot of that comes from, um, so much of it really comes from what you've learned in relationship growing up. Right. Maybe if your home was just highly conflictual and maybe there was a lot of anger in the home and you, the way you learned to deal with that was hide, go away, pull in as a little kid to go away. That or go low out or go harder. Yep. Or that's the other one. You could go... <laughs> You could go harder, you know, and it's like try and like I have to fight to be heard and like to raise my mm-hmm. voice or I'll be unseen or or maybe you had parents who didn't really respond and weren't even fighting. And so even as a kid, maybe when you went through hardships and suffering and you just tried to do everything you possibly could to get your parents attention, you just never could. Or, 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 sometimes maybe, you, or maybe you, you did, did, but it was you right. had to literally throw the tantrum. So you learned the only way I'm going to get people to turn towards me or to hear me is I got to go there. Mm-hmm. I got to I got to turn up the volume. I got to rev up if I'm going to get anyone to see me or respond to me. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Could be sometimes the parents are tuning in and checking in, but no, sometimes you, it's just still ain't enough because right. some people are wired for more or, or no, they're just wired a little bit differently. Fair. And let me say that too. Even are we, like here we are training to be therapists and doing this. No one's ever going to get it 100% right. Mm-hmm. We all do the best we can. And really what it is, it's not about getting it right. It's about repair. Yeah. We've said that before on and another podcast. We talk podcast. about that, but I... Because that creates security though. Yeah, like you're going to come back around to this hurt, this miss, this loss, this drop, this whatever. So you could be old faithful yeah. in the positive way or old faithful in the negative way. Here's what go. I mean. You could be old faithful. And it's like when we can kind of create these predictable patterns of not that perfection, 
but predictable patterns of, I do want to hear you. I do want to see you. I can respond to you. Or and also the pattern of, even when I'm sharing my need, I want to predict, I want to be able to be able to show up vulnerably and be able to share with my partner what I need. Mm-hmm. Because that could be a distressing thing for your partner who loves you. And you keep going to them with like, I need you. I want this or that. And you're not really sharing at that vulnerable level. And they kind of get caught in a bind because it's like, if I don't get it right, then it's going to be more frustration. Mm-hmm. But then I'm stuck because I don't even know what it is that you want or that you need from me. Okay. And so that gets like, oh my gosh, he or she is about to ask for something. And I just already know how this is, this is going to go bad. But you also want to be oh faithful in the positive way. So once again, I said that is like being able to share what you need and also respond. Mm-hmm. And what that does, and not perfectly, because also what you can be is oh faithful in repairing. You know what? I missed you here on this one. Or we're talking about the parent one. Right. For our girls, like, you know what? I totally missed you on that one. I overreacted and I did not hear you out. I am so sorry. Uh-huh. You're important and you're valuable to me. Right, right. And that with that, I think, actually builds security in for our kids because what then they learn is even if things do get off track, there'll be an opportunity for repair and mm-hmm. our relationship can be okay. Right. Also, I think even for our couples, it's being able to come back and repair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And actually what happens is, is even the more you're able to really respond to your partner's bids for connection, the more that they learn to just trust. I, yeah, that's massive. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to catch every single thing, but the more, the more, the better, <laughs> the more, the better in a sense that, oh, I, I'll, I'll be that much more willing to try and put myself out there or try and make the ask. Because the last time when I said da, 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 it was responded to. So it, again, even going back to building that safe space in your, your relationship where you're able to allow yourself to show up and just say what the needs are and, and allow yourself to show up on the other end and respond to the needs that are, that are there needs, wants, likes, desires yeah. <laughs> um, for connection really. Mm-hmm. And so we'll tie it back to our old faithful analogy that we kind of started off with, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes we see the above ground stuff mm-hmm. and we want to notice that we wanted like these different patterns and behavior and things like, and what I've learned about couples is so beautiful to watch couples, even when they're fighting and struggling, mm-hmm. how, uh, how um, attuned they are to each other. And it can be frustrating, but it's beautiful to watch. They notice the eye movements. They notice the change oh, in voice yeah, tones. They notice even when even when couples are really upset, they notice the changes in breath patterns that can be set off. Because you know That's what? That's some knowing of folks. It man. is. <laughs> and while it, it can even feel so frustrating for them, that tells me it's like, this is my person. I have studied them so much. I know these intricacies. <laughs> and this person is so important to me that I am paying attention at a very detailed level of what's going on to assess is our relationship okay. Mm-hmm. And I see men and women do that so well. Even though it seems so frustrating, that's just how strong the bond is. Mm. So I guess let me get back to the uh, old faithful. And here's why that's important. Because once again, we can look at the stuff that's going on above surface. But remember, oh, what makes Old Faithful go is what's going on below the surface. Okay. That's where the predictable stuff is happening as well in relationship. And I think it's like even in, in marriage and relationships, why I like that example is sometimes we need to look at the different elements below the surface. Mm-hmm. Like if we keep finding ourselves in back in the same pattern and, and, and hopefully what the first step for me working with couples is 
they've even got to be able to recognize the pattern. That's the first step that we've got to deal with. Let's, Let's track this pattern out. So when she does, when you see her do this, how does it, what happens in you? Oh, this is what you feel. Of course you feel that way. And then when you feel that, what do you do? Okay, of course you would do that because that's tied to how you felt here. Mm-hmm. But then when he does that, how does that hit you, wife? Of course, that makes sense. That's how that makes you feel because you responded to when this happened and this is what it means for you. Mm-hmm. And then what did you do with that? And then what happens usually for couples when they start seeing Sounds that like pattern. like ping pong. Yep, it is. Or tennis. But many times, here's why it's like, and to this me being a guy, right? I think it's like sports. When you watch the greatest athletes, they've watched the tape over and over and they can break a play down. Mm. Like I remember I saw this one play where the Saints, I'm a Saints fan, y'all. They did this one trick play on the punt. And what they knew was they had studied the tape on one player on the opposing team. And they said, hey... If they put in this particular defense on to block for the punt, this player, every time he's late, he just gets lazy off the ball and he'll be, he'll be late. So they say, if we see him come out there, we're going to run the fake. What do you mean he's late off the ball? Like, you know, defense, like the offensive lineman, the block, they have to like stand up and be ready to block the guy. Mm-hmm. But he'll just kind of stand up lazily. He's just kind of like, it's a kickoff, whatever. Uh, no, you're okay. not going to sack the quarterback. So he just gets kind of lazy. Is he a quarterback? Stop. stop don't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that right now. But but it, what it is, is they said, just run the ball his direction. Okay. In other words, he's predictable and we've studied it. Okay. And sometimes what happens in relationships is we just, like you said, it's like ping pong. It just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we and it's like the pattern just happens to us. Yeah. It's predictable and it happens the same way, but we never are able to slow it down and break it down. So therefore we can't even change it. If, if it's you, a negative pattern, at least you can't change it for. And when we positive. say negative, I'm talking about those insecure ones. And what it means yeah. is like, because sometimes in that pursuit, non- when you're anxious, mm-hmm. you're not ever really able to say what you need. Or even if your partner does some similitude of what you're needing, mm-hmm. because you feel so anxious, you're not able to, to really take it, in. take it in. Right. And for the avoidant person, it's like they're trying to protect the relationship, but then by their going away, it's triggering the other person. See, you're not there for me. But then also, also, what happens when they shut down, they don't get their needs met mm-hmm. and then they feel hurt and they mm-hmm. don't feel good. There's um, none beneficial exactly. on either side. Yeah. And I'm probably not saying but it perfectly out so, there, y'all. So like, yeah, he seems like he's hard. We're trying to do this and like we're really over time now, but it's a predictable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, predictable patterns. And it's like helping couples like one to notice the pattern. And when you see it keep happening over and over, it's just beautiful to watch. Like when we slow it down. And what did you feel in that place? Mm-hmm. And what did that mean to you? Mm-hmm. And what were you really hoping for? Yeah, I was just thinking like, what are they, what's the value in That's it? Right. Why are they utilizing the non-beneficial things? I mean, obviously in, as a couple, you're still there. So something is worthwhile still remember, being there for. So it's just a sense of. I remember I hearing re, the marriage researcher, John Gottman, he said, usually if couples keep having the same argument over and over again, it's because there's an, a dream that's not been acknowledged. Unrealized. Mm-hmm. And that's not just blaming the other person. Sometimes no. even the person Within talking, they've stuff. never even slowed it down to be. And sometimes it's too scary. Like, I'll test you in all these other ways to see if you'll be there before I share this thing, because I don't want you to reject me here mm-hmm. or think it's silly. Or sometimes it's. I just don't believe I can really let you see this because I don't even believe that you would want to love me here. That's so, good. so it's over and over. But I guess the thing is that all this episode, what I'm, what we're trying to share is, man, just like old faithful is like this predictable pattern. And you see this thing above ground and that's good. Pay attention to that. 
but then also know that what makes old faithful go like clockwork is what's happening under the ground. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in your relationship. You could be like, well, when it this and then it's that and then it's this, you know, like this is talking about those events that frustrate you. But there's something going on below the surface. And if we could just slow it down and pay attention. And sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes you might need the the good friends around yeah, you like, who know you uh, too <laughs> that can break it down. Mm-hmm. That tr- Or it could be a pastor or a marriage mentor that is right. kind of that has that you know, wisdom about them that can slow it down and help you kind of catch these places. Or you get a skilled therapist who knows how to work with marriage in these ways. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great therapists here in the Northwest Arkansas era. I mean, I've seen some of the therapists at Fresh Roots and Waterstone Counseling, the Joshua Center. Uh, man, I, I hate to even start saying, but those are the ones I I definitely know that we have friends and people that, that I know do some great therapy. Right? And if you can't afford them, you got your girl right here. So Nicole, I'll hook you oh, up. <laughs> Nicole putting a shingle <laughs> no, out there. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not putting any shingles anywhere. Yeah. But I just love to see people walk in freedom and get unstuck. And if I can catch a pattern and help you out, I'll help you out. Yes, right. Um, but anyway, you got to know I got to take my kids to Chuck E. Cheese and Chick-fil-A later. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all. And I guess it, and I guess, like, you know, of course, it's about that time for take us. It. Yeah. Um, so closing out, I know it probably felt all over the place today, but I want to slow it down. It's OK. It's okay that we were all over the place. If we were all over the place, listen, guys, sometimes in the middle of life and all the things going on, we value what we value. We value this podcast. We value you guys (laughs) listening and showing up. So we did our best to show up today. And James hit on Old Faithful. And I was like, let me look at Old Faithful. It's how I learned some fun facts about Old Faithful. So in the midst of all of life, you know, you have these patterns of things happening and you're just like, I don't even know if we're coming or going. But then you just kind of show up. You show up and you do the things that you value. If we're all over the place, we probably are. We love you. Um, and so I think another practical one we would give you to take away is like, Think about the last place where you and your, maybe, and this could be any relationship. We definitely talked about marriage. It could be you and your child. Absolutely. It could be a person at church that you have conflict with. It could be definitely your spouse. It could be work, whatever. Your parent. Just Even especially if it's your spouse, because like, you can sit down and talk this through mm-hmm. and just slow it down. Here's some couple ways you can look at it. Give it to them. You know, in that last conflict, what was it for each of you? What was the thing that kind of triggered that got the thing going? <laughs> mm. And then when you saw that thing happen, what was the emotional response you had? What did mm-hmm. you feel in your body? You know, and then when you felt that, what meaning did you make from it? What's the thoughts and like perceptions you have of the situation, and particularly how it pertains to your relationship, mm-hmm. such as I felt scared, mm-hmm. like you didn't care, like I felt like you were pulling away from me. Because you're like, here you go again. And then when you, when those, when that trigger happened and you felt that way and you got that meaning out of it, what did you do? What did you Mm -hmm. do with that? Okay. Because you're doing that behavior, just like Old Faithful. Many people, we don't, our behaviors all make sense in context. You're doing the behavior over and over again for a reason because there's something you're hoping to happen. Whether it's, you know, whether the person who, like for me, I'm the withdrawer sometimes. It's like, I just felt like I wasn't going to be able to say the right thing and I was just going to make you more frustrated. So I just rather not say anything at all. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Or 
whatever that is, or I shut down just to kind of protect myself. I don't know why. I just felt threatened. It's not like you were threatening me, but for whatever reason, I just got. Because you have your spouse have things going on in their world too. That's right. <laughs> um, so so that's yeah. it. And then when they when you did that, then what? The then thing. the way you follow that over is when I did that. Then what happened for you? Mm-hmm. And then you go through the same thing. What that, that? What did that trigger in you? How did you feel? What is the meaning you make up? And then what did you do? I remember yeah, when you did that, this is what I felt. Yeah. And the hope is that you get to see each other a little bit more clearly. clearly. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that makes sense for me. And being able to validate, you know, yep, exactly. that clarity helps you to validate. Even, it helps you to move past or move towards something that, you know, yep. of value. Yep. Even though I might not like what you did, it makes sense why you did what you did. So, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. God bless you. Yes. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.